Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. Hallelujah. Lecky the fists. Let me wait, wait before. Let me say this. I'm a, I'm a com specialist, so be a word for the best communication for the face goes to Lecky. They are word. It can just see the crawl. For the feast, though, don't worry. I know what's wrong with them. The bridegroom is with them. That's why. Don't worry. You know what Jesus said now? Jesus said, a little while. 2022, I'm with Lecky Church. <laughs> Amen. All right. Before we get into the word, let's celebrate Pastor Obi and Dickin Lamide. Let's give them a big hands of applause. Well done, well done. And before you take your seat, I wanted to put your hands together for your own self. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, why not just lift your hands to God and just thank him and just give him praise and give him glory. Father, we love you. Lord, we exalt your name. And to you be all the praise and to you be all the glory. We thank you for the feast, Akure. We thank you for the feast, Ikeja. And now we thank you for the feast, Leki. And Lord, we know that surely there is an end. Our expectations would not be caught short. You said in your words that better are the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. And so, Lord, we are ready for you. We are ready for you. We are ready for you. In Jesus' mighty name. And the church says aloud, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, choir. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Please welcome your neighbor to church and you may be seated. All right. Glory, 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 glory. Now, this evening... And I'd like you all to put the link on your stories, if you can. And let's get as many people to join in. Um, if you're watching online, um, the new leadership, send the, the, mess, the link to all your, the new Ikeja and all the other the new installations um, to the powerhouses and things like that. And let's get all the new family joining and watching this tonight. Now, look at me, everyone. Um, at the feast Akure and the feast Ikeja, and by the way, let me say this here. When I was driving into this place, you know, I said to myself, when we're coming in, pardon me, I said to myself, when the strength of a pastor usually is seen in what the church does, I'm like, is this the feast or fiesta? Like, this is so cool. I like the branding and, you know, the work. How many of you like it? It's, please, put your hands together for, um, I think it's, I don't know who did that, but all your team, but, you know, I like it. I like the, 
you know, the fish that seems like a lamppost all through. And, you know, it's really, really cool. Really cool. Okay, I'm going to take so many pictures. That's what it means tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. All right. Are you ready for the feast? Are you ready for the word of God? Amen. All right. Now, at the new Lekki, uh, pardon me, the new Ikeja, um, the new Akure at the feast, I realized that I did not get into some deep things that I wanted to, but I know that we had a robust time in the spirit. What we had at the feast, Ikeja and Akure, was exactly what the spirit of the Lord wanted us to have. Now, let me say this here. I sense very strongly in my heart, like I know my name as the spirit of the Lord has instructed me, that in the feast, Lekki, I am going to be teaching a lot more than in Akure and in Ikeja. In fact, let me say it this way. If people want to get the teaching messages of the feasts, then you would have to come to the new Lekki's feasts to be able to get it. My heart is so full. My heart is stirred. And tonight, I'm going to start teaching some very strong foundational principles. And we would continue tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow there's going to be um, a flow of the Spirit at, towards the end of the service. But from tonight, tomorrow morning, I'll be here again. Tomorrow afternoon, I believe I'm going to be here again. I'm just going to be teaching, teaching, teaching. And then Sunday morning... If the Lord permits, I have a, a teaching that the Lord has laid in my heart. And that's what I am going to teach on Sunday morning. And it's going to prepare the whole church for what God wants to do through and amongst us. And so I want your heart to be ready for God's word this evening. And I am going to be teaching something I believe. That's my keyboardist. Yeah, I know the difference. I know the difference. Yes, yes, yes. He has keyed it in. Uh, yeah, I know the difference. All right, lift your hands to God, everyone. Thank you, Jesus. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Lift your hands. You are awesome in this place. To you, you are her son. All right. Now, what I want to teach this, this evening is foundational. But look at me, everyone. I beseech you by the mercies of God that you pay very close attention to the very same from this man right here. What I want to teach you tonight is not only in anticipation of the year 2022, but it's fully in preparation for that year. I'm going to teach you on something that 
personally, I am not quite comfortable talking about. And the reason is because, like I always say all the time, I never wanted to be a pastor. So for me, it is not what I enjoy talking about. Because I can tell you for a fact that I was one of the many people, either in the quiet or in the open or in my heart, who had many reservations about ministry gifts. One of the reasons why I did have those reservations was because of how I truly think some of the things that was projected was idol worship. It was bastardized. There were too many excesses. And every single thing that God would do on the earth would always find a way by the devil and a set of few people to bastardize it. Let you know this also. That at the feast, every single message that I preach all through the feasts wasn't out of a man's wisdom. It wasn't out of the plenty numerous notes that I had. But was out of what the Holy Spirit of God wanted each church and each people particularly the, all the new family to year per time. And that's why tonight I'm going to be teaching on the ministry gifts. All right, let's welcome Pastor Dayton and Pastor Mrs. The resident pastors of the new Ikeja. Please let's celebrate them and Pastor Mrs. <laughs> Their anniversary was two days ago. Amen. All right, let's be seated. And so tonight, I want you to pay very close attention to what I'm going to be teaching tonight. Because what I'm going to be teaching about is for you. And it's to ultimately prepare you for the year that is coming. Now then, like I said, in Ikeja, in Leki, I am going to teach and teach and teach and teach and teach and teach. First and foremost, I'd like you to open up your heart to the very saying and the very words that will be coming from this place. I'd like your heart to be set open. I'd like your heart to be fixated on God and God alone. And I want you to be like the woman with the issue of blood, not having that issue, but you know what I mean. I'm talking about the hunger and the thirst that she had. So that as this word is coming forth to you tonight, you would be able to see, hear, and know what God is saying to you at this time. Number one, I want you to trust God in this year coming. And during this feast, I want you to truly, 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 truly trust God. All right, my wife is here as well. Please, let's celebrate. Okay, I'm not going to celebrate anybody again apart from my wife. Because if I celebrate, look, Lekki's time is always faster than the old, the new time. So, uh -huh. 
Amen. All right, let me just focus on this. Glory to God. All right, I want you to trust God with all of your heart for what I call light. Light. Illumination. I want you to believe God for it. You know, see this, guys. In this kingdom, light is so important. In fact, not just in this kingdom alone, in anything you're going to do in life, illumination and light is so important. It is so important that that was the first thing God created, light. You don't understand what I'm saying. The first thing God created, it says, the spirit of the Lord was moving around the face of the deep and God said, let there be light. If light wasn't that important, that was not going to be the first thing it would have created. It probably would have created man first. Illumination is the difference between two people on the earth. One knows something the other doesn't know. And truly, let me say this to you. Illumination and light is the difference in this kingdom that separates one person from another person. Illumination is what makes somebody stand out in whatsoever thing they are called to do. The knowledge of the truth of God's word. Light is the difference. If I stand in this pulpit right now and this place is filled with light and I walk to the back stand and if you're looking at me from this standpoint, you can see me because there's light here. You can see. You can recognize. You can hear me. But if I go to that back where there is no light, there is a difference. That is why Jesus is light. Scripture says that this light shines in darkness and darkness cannot comprehend it. And that is why the devil is dark. Darkness. Since darkness shall what? Cover the face of the earth. And so every believer at every single point in their life, you must trust God for one thing per time. And that is illumination. And that is light. You must not carry the same light. Listen to me very closely, everyone, tonight. You must not carry the same level of illumination, the same level of insight, the same level of light that you walked in in the year 2021 into the same year 2022. The difference between your 2021 and your 2022 must be light. You must trust God for it. You must believe God for it. And I'm not just talking about light in your area of finances or in your academics. I'm talking about light in the word of God. That we will grow fully in the knowledge and the truth and the stature of God. Whereby the light of his word dawns upon our spirit like the dawn of the day. So much so that many things that we are struggling with, the difference is not prayer, the difference is light. Someone who is trusting God for a next level and someone who sees the next level, there's a difference. Are you hear what I'm saying right there? Are you hear what I'm saying right there? And this light is in levels. The kind of light that an allergen would use to flood part open is not the same required for a candle to use. So everybody is carrying light at a measure and your manifestation will be based on the level of the light that you carry. So there might be people who, is carrying, who are carrying level of light but it's like touch light. It's light but doesn't really do anything. 
I hope you realize that the Bible talks about two kinds of light. It says there is a lesser light and a greater light. These two will rule something, but one that is higher will rule the day. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Light is the difference between a man who is going somewhere and a man who is heading nowhere. Light. You're going to trust God for your life as you come into the year 2022. Have this ever happened to you before? You are searching your whole house for a key you are looking for. Maybe that even happened for you today or tomorrow, yesterday. You've searched every single place. You've opened up the place that you believe the, the key should be. Only for you to go back and as you are walking, something just dawns. You just remember that, ah, wait, oh, what happened before? The difference is this. You were somewhere there, light did not break. Light did not dawn. But all of a sudden, in a moment, light broke forth. And you knew exactly where to go to. Now, before that time, you were wandering, elter skelter, looking for what to do, how to fix that problem. You were agitated, you were under pressure, you were looking, you were inside AC, but yet you were sweating. Can you see the pressure of life? How, when there is no light, you will struggle for cheap, you will struggle for nothing. You know why? Because you can't see what you ought to see. That's why God is the father of light. In him there is no shadow of darkness at all. In him is life and the life was the light of man. Scripture then says and this light shines in darkness and darkness dares not comprehend it. Children of God believe me and hear what I'm saying to you tonight. Believe God for light in the year 2022. Because you see the light that you have produces the level of manifestation that you have right now. If you are at higher dimensions, you will see brighter and you will work brighter. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Let me tell you something. Even when it comes to believing God for your health, it is a matter of light. This is light. You're going to trust God for this light that I'm talking about tonight. Because I realize that greatness is proportional to the level of what you see per time. You will never manifest what you never see. Never. It is not in the kingdom codes to manifest what you don't see. And how can you see if you don't have the light to see it? And so tonight, that's the first thing I want you to trust God for. In the feast lecky, as I begin to teach you, trust God for light. I've been in meetings several times in my life. While, I'm, while the pastor is teaching, I'm seated somewhere. That is why it's very important that when you come to meetings like this, when you're coming tomorrow, come pray. When Jesus was going to be baptized, the Bible says he went in praying. The heaven opened. He said, this is my beloved son, hear him. I've been in meetings like this, the preacher is preaching and the preacher is saying, I don't know why I'm not just talking about what I want to talk about. I'm talking about something else. But he's talking about exactly what is on my heart. Lights change in my direction. I've been in meetings several times. I'm teaching this way and it's going on right now as I'm teaching. I can't get into the cross of my message. You know why? Because somebody is pulling a measure of light required for their life and for their next level. That's what you must trust God for. Light. I remember a story of a particular man who went to meet a man of God. Every place he goes to when he opens his mouth to talk, he had a kind of body odor. Everywhere, body odor. They've gone to the best doctors, gone to the best hospitals, gone to the best of the best. They couldn't find a solution. One day he went to meet a man of God and he was praying. The man of God was going to lay hands on him and God told him, don't lay hands on him. Tell him to stop drinking cold water. That was a simple instruction. He's gone everywhere for three years. 
never found a solution. He stopped drinking the cold water. I don't know what cold water has to do with that. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but that was the testimony. And the body odor that he has been trusting God for for three years, just by stopping that palm disappeared. No laying of hands, no spending time in the word, just by light and illumination. By light. You are going to trust God with your life. Believing God for a higher level of light. Even when it comes to your walk with God. There are many apprehensions that you have. Many things you are standing on the word for is not standing on the word, it's light. Many things you are declaring and decreeing is not declaring and decreeing, it's the measure of light you don't have. Are you hear what I'm saying? Are you hear what I'm saying? How many of you watch Barcelona and Liverpool? Do you see that match? We went to play in their house. They beat us 3-0. They came back to our house. We flogged them. We didn't beat them. You know, there's a difference between beat and flog. We flogged them 4-3. Our Messiah Origi, the guy that can only score when he's dying minute. What a player. <laughs> Scored the last goal. Now watch this. On the day of that match, everybody watching that match was under tension. There was apprehension. You know why? Because you don't know the result of that match. But if you go and watch that match tomorrow, are you under pressure? Is there apprehension? Who is going to win? You already know. Why? Light. So when you have light, there are so many things you are worrying about the stability. That is why when scripture says about a rest we are coming into, it's not talking about something that will happen to us based on how we put our posture or our natural state of mind. It's talking about a higher level of revelation which is rest, which is brought forth by light. Why do you think scripture says that God is not fearful? You know why? He's light himself. He sees everything before it ever happens. So there is no point for fear. Because somebody that knows what's going to happen the next three years, there's no need to fear. Light. So you will truly understand that what you are actually under pressure for, the reason why you are so much under that pressure is because you don't have light on that matter. That's why Paul prayed, Ephesians 1. He said, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, that what? The eyes of my understanding would be what? Enlightened. Light. He knew that if light comes on a matter, then there is peace on that matter. If light comes on a matter, then there is joy on that matter. The reason why Allah praga safre gisa stalaha tiga haya shandra kakopalada safalakata menga kaukratika. Now I understand why the angel of the Lord, every time in the New Testament or the Old Testament, pardon me, they visit somebody, the first thing they would ask you is, What do you see? Because they realize that what they see in heaven is not what they are seeing on earth. There is a disparity. Look at Gideon who was cherishing, and the angel came to him and said, You are a mighty man of valor. But what he was seeing was nothing. He said, I'm the least of the least of the list and say come on shut up your mouth are you truly seeing what I'm seeing if you can truly see what I see then there will be stability in what you are saying the reason why what you are saying is not consistent with your faith and what you believe is because what you are saying doesn't commensurate with what you are truly seeing the moment the two of them come together and match up what you are saying and what you are seeing brings manifestation light trust God for light that's why it's very important as believers always every day of your life at least for five minutes five minutes ten minutes fifteen minutes two minutes never go a day without praying Ephesians 1 never go a day I heard that from Kenneth Hagin Kenneth Hagin said that if you would pray one hour every day this prayer he said even the knowledge of the word of God would open up to you are you hear what I'm saying 
Let me tell you something, children of God. I dare to say this. There are some things I don't pray for again. I'm telling you the honest truth. I don't pray for it again, not because I don't, it's not in my prayer list or my to-dos or my wish list. It's because there's too much light. When I was a campus boy, I heard that scripture in my spirit. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, far above. That is grammatical tautology. Why would you combine those kind of words together? I understood what God said in that scripture. I understand that scripture like I understand my name. And I understand that that brought for me a level, a measure of light, a measure of illumination. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. I've seen people get promotion by light. You just, see, let me tell you something. If your company is about to enter into bankruptcy, and you go into that company and you tell the CEO that if we do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, this thing will change. I'm telling you honest truth, they will not keep you at that same level of your level where you are. There's no way they will, and it works. You are going to take a share in that company, only if they are a very useless company. Light. This is to let you know that light brings, it brings the rise of men in this kingdom. You see a man who is rising in the kingdom, you can see a man who has a level of light. When the new was going to start, I prayed God for light, power, and understanding. How to do ministry to speak to the generation that I'm talking to. Light. So I'm not just yet another word, just making noise somewhere. Is a force and a light. I know everybody used that tagline, love and light, without understanding what it is. What is love? What is light? Do you know they are the same thing? Love is the most powerful force on the earth light is the most powerful force as well when you put light on the matter are you noticed that when you want to break some glass asunder the what you just need to do is put lights and put light on that matter long enough that's why the word of god in a matter in your finances in your health in your ministry in your academics put the word of god in your heart long enough put the word of god in your mouth long enough keep saying it don't stop saying it keep believing it in your heart and in your mouth keep saying it keep declaring it keep saying it what you are doing children of god is like a laser light you put the laser on the glass and remember the first time you put that laser right there it doesn't break it open it moves from more intensity the more you put the word of god on that matter the more pressure on that matter remember every single thing remains at the point of rest inertia until an external force is added to it the word of god is quick powerful and fast sharper than it with this word it's the force of the spirit when you put the word god on that matter you stay right there you stay right there you stay right there you say it you believe it you say it you believe it you say it you believe it. let me tell you something sometimes you don't have to believe it first before you start saying it when you start saying it your believing will catch up with it i'm telling you something your believing will catch up with it i'm a blessed man i'm in no doubt that i'm blessed listen if you come to me and say you are cursed i won't pray twice i won't pray that in jesus name i'm not cursed i'm too aware i'm a blessed man <laughs> I'm a blessed man. Certain things, certain things are not are not permissible or permissible in people like me. Light. You're going to rise in 2022, but it's going to be at the measure of the light that you have. You're going to trust God for light, and when you study the Word of God, believe Him for light of the Word. 
light of the world you step down into my darkness it says open my eyes let me see open my eyes open my eyes remember the story of Elisha and that guy the servant the moment the guy's eyes was opened stability came open your Bible with me to 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4 somebody has pulled something in that direction I've not even entered into my message 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 it says this it says in whom the God of this world has what blinded the minds of them lest the do you see that lest the light so what the devil is after is after the light that's why he blind their mind so that light will not come into their mind he had to blind their minds so that light would not penetrate into their hearts that is what the devil is after all he needs to do is to blind your mind so the light of the glorious gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ will not enter into your heart. Now, open again with me because you can see the ministry of the devil right here. Now, let's look at Luke chapter 4 and verse 18. Luke chapter 4. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To what? To preach deliverance to the captives. Now look at this. And recovery of the sight to the blind to set at liberty them that are bruised. Leave the, the recovery of the sight to the blind. The blind is talking right here. He's talking about the same blindness here in, a fish, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4. Not just the blindness of the physical eyes, but the blindness of the truth of the word of God. And when we talk about the truth, we are not only just talking about um, if it's true to, if it's good to not wear Brazilian hair, or that's not what I'm talking about. We are talking about what God says about you. That's the truth of God's word. If he says you are healed, then that's the truth of God's word. If he says you are not supposed to be broke, that's the truth of God's word. If he says you're supposed to move and go from glory to glory, that's the truth of God's word. But what the devil is after is for him to blind your eyes so that the truth of God's word will not fully penetrate into your heart. Let me tell you something. If you take injection, somebody's sick and you take the injection needle, and you put it in the hands of the person. You have put something there, but it has not entered. It's until you push the injection inside and draw it out, then you've injected the person, then a solution can happen. You can be carrying the word, but until the word enters, inject into you, there's nothing. It means that the devil is okay with the light in your peripheral stage. Enjoyed it at a level, but not in entering. His agenda has still been born by that scripture. He has still blinded your eyes. The blinding of the eyes there, and that's what Jesus came to do. He says, I've come as light to what? Bring recovery of sight to the blind so that they can see. To see you, I lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory, pour out 
your power and love to see you thank you Jesus shining in the light of your glory pour out your pour out your lift your two hands up say after me in the name of Jesus let me hear you church in the name of Jesus I have light I see say it over and over again I see I see <laughs> I see I see Karamahandala Bahagas I see Koraga Kambaradabaha. I see. I see. I see. Akakatarabakabaradabaha. I see. Look at me, everyone. Look at me before we continue to pray. Today I was asking the Lord up. I was just checking all the things that we need to do as a church for the next year. So I was marking things out in my heart. I need to close this up. I need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. And so I was praying in my heart to just search out what God wants us to do, the programs for next year. And as I laid and I was just praying, the Spirit of the Lord said to me, ask for sight. This is where this message came out from said ask for sight let me tell you something it shadowed an analogy in my heart you know in the book of Matthew when Jesus was faced with feed 5,000 people every single person in that room was under pressure but Jesus at sight the questions he was asking was different from what the disciples were asking he says, what do you have in your hands? He says, we have five loaves of bread, two fishes. He said, bring it. Scarcity is not the problem. Sight is the problem. God told me what to do. The program is not the problem. Sight is the problem. We have over the past three weeks, we have thousands of people have gathered together for the feast. I was in a meeting like this last year feast, last year uh, midweek service. Pastor Toby Olajiga was preaching. I stood right there, sat there. While she was teaching, I saw the feast. I, it wasn't something that it was brought. It was sight that birthed it. Lots of people have joined the church through that. And look at what God is doing even with that right now. Sight. Saul, the king of Israel, was looking at the Goliath for 40 days and was backing up. David, a young boy, looked at him, but what he saw was a cheap dog. He says, I swear I will kill you, I will give your head to the dogs. Sight. 
difference between every two man is sight. What you see. That's why some people will never understand your, they will never understand you. So what is it now? Your own is too much. Because what is chasing you is more than what is chasing them. Because what sight does, it brings speed. Sight always brings speed to the feet of a man. Trust God for sight. I pray to you the year 2022. Trust God for sight. That should be your number one prayer point. Sightedness. Truly believe for it. Sight. Jesus was in the boat. There was turmoil going on. The disciples were scared. Jesus was sleeping. Sight. <laughs> Jesus was walking on water. The disciples were scared. See, what would make a man walk on water? It means he, 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 had, he had understanding of certain laws that the other people did not have understanding about. Sight. Truly, the rise of men in this kingdom is on sight. You look at someone like Esau and Jacob. Somebody was looking at portage, cheap. Another was looking at the blessing sight. What do you see? Because whatever you see is what you are going to give as exchange. I'm telling you something. Whatever you see is what you are going to give as exchange. You are going to pray and believe God with your life for sight. Don't walk into 2022 with the same level of knowledge. Don't. Don't dare walk into this. Don't dare. Believe God for sight. I want to see on another level. It is said that the higher the eagle fly, the sharper their sight is. The higher they fly, the sharper they are. They can take things up long kilometers and zero in on it and bam, cut their prey. Sight. Believe God for this thing believe God. Do you know the difference between God and the devil? Sight. That's why scripture says had he known he wouldn't have crucified had he he doesn't know jack. Even the tongues that we are tonguing is an encryptment of God so that he doesn't understand what you and I are saying to God. Encryption. Had he known he would have crucified and he'd know so listen to me the devil is not all wise sight believe this for this walk believe this as you walk into the year of light when we talk about glory what is glory it's actually light that's glory Glory is not one everything coming upon your life. One yellow thing hovering around you is light. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In Greek, the word life and light are used simultaneously. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So in other words, they're saying, I'm the way and the light. God for this light. Number two, as we enter into the year 2022, as we prepare as a church, 
ah, I'm going to teach so much, you know, like he, tomorrow I'm going to teach so much. I'm going to teach and teach and teach and teach. Please just come ready to sit down and, and be fed. Fed to stupor. Number two, as you come into this new year, what you must believe God for, and when I begin to teach it, you would understand what the, the depth of what I'm saying, is that God opens your eyes to find your teachers. Ah, this matter that I want to enter now. That the Lord opens your eyes to find your teachers. Because children of God, I've seen the downfall of many just by the wrong voices. And I've seen the rise of many. And this is not only in kingdom work or in church. Even in career. Have you noticed that if you want to rise in your career, the favor God can do for you is to give you a right boss. And if you want a quick downfall in your career, the thing the devil can do for you is to give you a bad boss. The boss that would not want you to know what you ought to know. The boss that would always want to take the shine in presentation. See, I've seen bosses who will uplift a man, teachers. And I've seen bosses who will downplay the role of a man and make that man look like nothing in front of the people so that when it comes to appraisal time, you are inconsequential in the decision making. Teachers. So also is in the things of the kingdom. The right teachers in your life can lift you or the right teachers in your life can pull you down. I know what I'm saying and I want you to hear me well. This is why Paul was one of the people who taught, taught pardon me, very deeply about the subject of teachers. And he helped bring so many clarification and he was the one, thank God for that guy. Who not only brought the balance of the gift of the spirit, which we're going to be talking about tomorrow, but also even helped us to bring classification with the many gifts, ministry gifts that we, that we have. Because in those days, I believe, they were seeing the operations of many of them, but they couldn't really understand the roles of these people. So the person that is an evangelist, they were probably calling a pastor. The person that was a teacher, they were probably calling an apostle. So they couldn't have a good understanding. So what Paul did was that in Ephesians 4, he helped 11, Ephesians 4, 11, he helped to bring a good balance to it. And then he said something. He said, the work of this ministry gives us number one, the perfecting of the saints. The perfecting of the saints. So it means that according to the wisdom and the knowledge of God, God expects you and I as believers that there must be a level and a measure of perfecting in our work with him. Many of you parents were destroyed because of the voices and the teachers they followed. You know what I'm talking about. They were about to get jobs. The man of God would say, don't collect it, don't collect it, don't. Let me say this to you. 80% of the reason why we are where we are in the political state of this nation was many teachers in the way back. And let me tell you something. Everybody teach based on the level of revelation and knowledge they have. That's why part time, you must always sit in the church and be praying for your pastor. Ephesians 1.18, that the level of revelation increase because they will only feed you according 
according to the level of their revelation. If their revelation is small, you would always walk in smallness because you would always display what you see. That's why pastors, your work is to spend time in the word of God so that there is insight, foresight, so that your level of revelation increases so that people can become what they see of you. Because I let you say something. As a pastor, is like the angel of the house. People only produce based on the level of what they see. That's why there are some churches I cannot go to. It's not because the pastor is not powerful. It's because my head knowledge, it don't surpass him. You must grow in knowledge. You said that scripture, Second Peter chapter 3. It says, grow in grace. And what? In the knowledge of Christ. Many of our parents wanted to get into politics. They told them that politics is a dirty game. Don't go near it all. It's for bad people. Don't go there. Light. Are you seeing the power of light? Our light can destroy a man. And how does light come? Light comes by the teachers God puts in your life. Let me say this to you. Someone asked me one time and I said it by the spirit. The person came to me after service and said, I really want to know the word of God. I really want to know God. How can I know God? I said to the person, find yourself a Bible teaching and a Bible believing church. That the church is anointed to teach God's word with simplicity yet with power. Once you can find that kind of a church, you will grow in the knowledge of God. Because the teaching unction in that house will flow down. And you have your own part to play as well in terms of learning and unlearning and reading and studying the word. But there is a grace to teach and learn. Because in this kingdom we rise by teaching. I told you this. That the difference between the first Adam and the last Adam. The first Adam was birthed by sperm. The last Adam was birthed by teaching. Jesus and Adam he grew in wisdom knowledge he grew in understanding of the word at the age of 12 they were already looking for him he said won't I be about my father's business learning knowledge the difference between the two one by sperm one by teaching <laughs> you must identify your teachers you must identify your voices you must zone in on those voices and keep them small because the danger of this generation is the many voices that has caused catastrophe in your life one useless quotable quote is your is your is your is your to do for the day you don't even know where that came from not just because it sounds nice do you know i can conjure jack nonsense I hope you know that there are many things on social media that sounds true but is I thank God. It just sounds nice. It just looks like, oh, I can actually post this thing. Let me say this. Before you take things and post, you must judge the, it can sound true but you must judge the spirit it's coming from. You remember the story in the book of Acts, that lady, she was prophesying alongside with them, Peter, look at it, they realized that this spirit is a foul spirit. This is not from God. This can't be for, this is not from God. So many of us with help promoted familiar spirits unknown. Just promoted familiar spirits. You're going to ask God 
show me my teachers when I see a man who is going to rise I see a man who has a level of knowledge that was passed down because knowledge is transitional what you know was passed down to you one way or the other nobody came from heaven with knowledge we all came in psychology like we say talabara rasa a blank state life economy social media environment family everything begins to add to you what you now know the next phase of your life will require a higher level of knowledge to walk in and it's going to require certain people that god is going to send to your life that would be a teacher to you and one of the places that you are going to find your teachers in your local assembly the new i want you to listen to this message if i don't finish it today it's going to be my first message tomorrow morning all the new installation is your meat this season ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11 ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11 look at this let's read together everyone one two ready read and he gave them some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers next verse verse 12 for the perfecting of the saints number one number two for the work of the ministry number three for the edifying of the body of christ number four till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ it means that this stature thing we are talking about your ministry gift has a role to play in you coming into stature i'm going to break these things down for us so that we can understand it as a campus boy the lord showed me one of my strongest voices in my part two i was very helped by god i can say that again and again because when i was very young i knew what i wanted i still do that's why i didn't carry some friends i just think i i'm a i'm a focused being i pray that that same grace of focus because some people that's the problem i just speak that by the spirit may you have that laser focus in the name of jesus some people don't know they're just just jumping up and down you must have focus i remember one time two years ago a particular person who called me he said oh ps i want to invest in, i want you to invest in something i said what was it i remember some months ago this same person has called me to invest in Babin saloon and i said wait where is the grace of god going to rest in your life because the moment you hear it's Gokada that is doing it now, you go and buy five bicycles. The moment you hear it's internet fraud, don't hear internet fraud. Please go, you just help us. Yes, you should have multiple streams of income, but there are some people it's not focused that's causing it. It's pressure. It's just jumping up and down. Where would grace rest? Let me tell you something. Scripture says this. Hear this. It says, if thy eyes be single, what? Your whole body with what? Before there be light. The reason why some people don't have illumination and light, their eyes is not single, no focus. Trust God for focus this year. 
Stay on something and do it. Stay on something and do it. Accomplish something at least for once. I will go. I'm planning to. I will shut up. Do it. I, this year, let me tell you, it's not really last year. Last year was my year of preparation. You know, that's what we always used to laugh at it. Last year, I just used last year to prepare. This year is manifestation. Then 2022 is over. I say last year was actually pre-preparation. Then this year is full manifestation. There is no there is no season of preparation and manifestation. They all go hand in hand together. You would be coming out of one, entering into one. In fact, let me tell you one: the most consistent of all is preparation. You will never you will never graduate from preparation. The moment you graduate from preparation, you have crossed over. You have crossed over to Jesus. What is Sudanese? Straight. May you never graduate from preparation. Because the level to run a $500 billion company, the level of preparation is different from. Are you hear what I'm saying? To lead a strong army with a local assembly, the level of preparation is different. It's not just baptism that I know how to do. Uh oh. You are going to learn. 2021, you are going to learn. Books are not outdated. Amen. It's not old school. The only time you are reading something is when you want to write exam. Let me tell you something. I, I can say this very well. I am one of the most... YouTube, YouTube, I'm one of the most studious when it comes to ministry. If you if let us have ministry conversation, I will tell you things. Ministry. Ah, leave it all. I will watch videos. I will... I, as I'm entering into one, I'm entering into another one, I'm entering into, I'm just picking it, learning things. Okay, this is how they do it. Okay, this is how they do it. Okay, this is how they You know what Paul said? He told Timothy, he said, when you are coming with to me, come along with my books and my parchments. The word parchment means it's all written notes. If you are still doing ministry and life and business with impartation, Impartation is what you are using to do. Let me tell you something. Impartation is fraught by knowledge. Knowledge is king. Scripture says it very clearly. Am I teaching tonight? It says people perish not by impartation. No. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Knowledge. Because if you can, you can put impartation. When you impart something and there's nothing there, how would the impartation function? You are still leading the same way you were leading on campus. The same way. And you are saying you are raising people. Or you are saying you are growing army. Or you are saying you want to, your business is going to enter into conglomerate. Or that's stop it all. It's not clongo, it's closing. Get new knowledge. Study, scripture says, study to show yourself approved. We've not finished the feast. I've watched programs of other churches of course not Nigeria that have done international programs so that I can see how we are going to do the feast next year I've watched you're going to trust God for your teachers open your Bible with me to Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20 Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20 
You deserve the glory and the honor. Lord, we lift our hands in worship as we bless your holy name. You deserve the glory and the this down this is a word of wisdom for everyone and i know you might sound very casual but it is god told me to tell you all that in your field in the year 2022 be the knowledge bank of your field i hope you heard what i just said now be the knowledge bank if you are called to banking you are called to customer care you are called to finance, you are called to ministry, you are called to health, be the knowledge bank, influencer marketing, whatsoever, videography, graphic design, be the knowledge bank. Because the Lord just told me, and I heard it very clearly, that the year 2022 will be a year of knowledge. Many of you would make so much money out of knowledge. You would trade knowledge for money. Because people would come to you, they would not know something, and it's you they would always come to. Do you see the difference between Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? The difference was knowledge. They were a knowledge bank of a generation. The difference between Joseph, remember, when Joseph interpreted the dream, the king said, now that you have interpreted it, you are going to have to be the one to implement. So I'm saying to you, not only would you have the wisdom of knowledge, gathering knowledge, the favor of God will now shine. That is what I preached on in Ikeja on, on, on Friday, the influence, how to grow in grace. How grace works is that it finds a man full with knowledge, it brings the influence of the spirit, so not only will just come to you for that knowledge, they will then make you the implementer of the knowledge. That's how we rise in this kingdom. Did you get that word? Did you get that word? Did you get that word? Do you know why Paul wrote half of the um, a piece of um, the, the New Testament one third or two third level of knowledge growing grace and the knowledge you can't be an accountant that's your profession and the last thing you know about accounting is what your ICANN or your ACCA program taught you that's the last thing what are they doing in Belgium what's the update in Harvard currently 
when we talk about the mountain of the Lord house being exalted and the old people will run into that house, it's a people filled with knowledge. I realize God can use people who know more than people who don't know. It's easier to work with. It's easier. Growing knowledge. There's a better way to do that business. If this is all you heard at the feast, that's a word of God for you. I know sometimes you want the spectacular. You want chairs to be flying up and down. But if you take this word that I said to you today, contend with your calling. Colossians 4. It says, Say ye unto Archippus, take heed to the ministry that he has received of the Lord, that he may fulfill it, that God may fulfill it, that he, 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 take heed to the ministry. The ministry there is not only talking about church. Whatsoever God has called you to do, banking, health, finance, influencer, whatever it is, it's a ministry. Take heed that you fulfill it. We don't want anointed people but no knowledge. It doesn't pay God. It doesn't pay the generation. It doesn't pay the earth. Be filled with the knowledge. You are great. You're the miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20. Isaiah chapter 30 and verse 20. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, look at this. It says, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed unto a corner anymore. It then says, But thy eyes shall see thy teachers. How many of you have seen light and illumination all that we are talking about today? It says, your eyes shall see thy teachers. Your eyes shall see thy teachers. Ha, ah, children of God. Men and brethren, like in the New Testament, like Peter addresses them. Yeah. Believe God for what I'm teaching you today. I'm telling you the truth of life. Because I know how one wrong statement can deter the heart of a man. Do you know that some of you don't like traveling by air? I checked it myself. I don't like traveling by air. And I realized it was a wrong statement I heard from somebody. Do you know it's more safer to fly by air than road? But you want to fly by air. I don't, I don't like sitting at the window. And once I enter by air, I just look straight. The last trip to Akure, I realized that as the plane was going, I was praying in tongues. So I caught myself. I said, wait, is this from God? Is, it, is this me praying? Or I realized it was just fear. How a stupid seed. You know, there was an airline I wanted to go with to Akure. I just, when I missed my flight, this last week I went back to Akure. I missed my flight. I said missed my flight. They canceled the flight. And for some reason, I went and said, okay, let's go and check if this airline that I didn't want to go with, let's go and check if they had a flight. 
So they didn't have that flight that day, but they had a flight the next morning. I said, I'm not still going. You know why? Pastor Debbie. Pastor Debbie, I know you are watching online. We were in Accra, she told me that, ah, yes, thank God he didn't enter that flight. So I won't mention their name just in case their staffs are here or they are watching online. He said, because that airline, the plane doesn't enter into the sky. That when he flies, he just hang on the air. So he's just flying. That's why you can actually be touching houses from... <laughs> so the thing just stuck somewhere in my head that make the no-go use me do airplane, you know, experiment. Just hang there. I just be going. How many of you have seen so plain? So plain. Uh-huh. Make the no-go be seen as no plane. I enter today. So somewhere in my mind, do you know some of you don't like traveling by road? When you travel by road, you pray. When you, when, the moment you leave Lagos, I know it sounds like, yes. <laughs> the moment you cross beggar, you start prayer. But when you are going from Lake, from Aja to Onibongo, you are not praying. But it's the same road. I hope you know. What did not kill you on the road of your house cannot kill you, Father. The same God of our one is rich unto all. He doesn't go back. You see, the covering of God doesn't go backward when it gets to beggar. The part of the dress is like a shining light. If for anything it shines brighter and brighter. Are you hear what I'm saying to you? Glory be to God. It's so fear. But you see, I realize how many people cut short of the possibilities of God in their life by wrong teachings and exposure to wrong teachers. Good is not a fruit of the Spirit. Did you hear what I just said? Fluency is not a fruit of the Spirit. It says, follow those who through faith and patience has obtained. Now, go back to that scripture. Let me show you the continuation of that scripture. You are going to trust God. See, when I was on campus, I can count to you now the teachers I listen to. I don't feed any hour. That's why I'm not obese spiritually. I don't feed any hour. Before I can give you access to my ears, I've judged your spirit. This is going to be one of the biggest things for the year 2022. Now watch this next verse. Go to verse 21. If you're media, you have to be prompt. It says, Thy heart, thy ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. Then ye will turn It's just like, <laughs> the guy in the media don't they fear. Say, eh. Make him not just go press spoil. Before you know it now, if I don't, just press Revelation 24 because of pressure. Just keep it there and just drink water, cold water. <laughs> All right. Isaiah chapter 20, 30, verse 22 says, Thy years shall ye walk behind this saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. When you would turn to the right and when you turn to the left. Go back to verse 20. 
Look at that verse 20. Verse 20, he says, And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet shall not thy teachers be removed. He says, if everything ever happened to you, pray very closely that your teachers don't be removed from you. That even when you are going through adversities, as long as your teachers are with you right there and you are hearing the words of your teachers, he says that you would hear a voice from that word saying to you, this is the way, walk ye in it. Open again with me to Second Chronicles chapter 15 and let's read from verse 2. Second Chronicles 15 and verse 2. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Let's read this together, everyone. One, two, ready and read. No, go to verse 3. Let me see. Verse 3. Verse 4. All right. Yes. Verse 3. All right, let's start from verse 1. Verse 2. Verse 2. Let's read this together, everyone. One, two, ready, and read. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Next verse, verse 3. Now, for a long season, Israel has been without the true God, without a teaching priest. And without a law. Now let's watch what happened to Israel. Now that they don't have a teaching priest, they don't have a true God, and they don't have a law. I hope you know that the Lord is talking about there is actually the Bible, right? Because Jesus brought, we see this as grace. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth by Jesus, right? So let's keep going. Verse 4. 1, 2, and ready, read. But when they turn unto the Lord, God of Israel and sought him he was found by them verse 6 1, 2, ready and read no verse 5, pardon me, verse 5 next verse, verse 6 and cities of cities for God did vex them with all. Now, do you see what happens when a people, a nation, a society, a generation lacks teachers? This is what happens. That is why God said, your eyes would see your teachers. You would know the people who God has sent into your life as your teachers. And that's why Ephesians chapter 4 and verse, 1, verse 11 now categorize these teaching offices for us. There are five of them. Number one, the apostles. Number two, the prophets. Number three, the pastors. Number four, the teachers. And number five, the evangelists. Scripture says that they are all ministry gifts for the perfecting of the saints and for the work of the ministry. To we are coming what? To the fullness and the stature and the measure of Christ. And so it's very important to you to know that as a believer, 
Every single believer, I want you to hear me very well. Oh, Firaga Shikra Dabahayas. Zangri Kapo Vangi Kosika Talagabash. Mengri Kersise Katabagai. Mengri Kato Baraga. You remember the story of Elijah? God told him, leave the broke chariot and go to the widow. For I've commanded her, commanded her to feed you. A season comes in a man's life sometimes where the Lord will tell you, zone in on this voice and let this voice be the strongest in your ears. I know it's one teaching many people do not want to hear, but I don't care. I'm very unapologetic about it. I don't owe you to teach you what you want to hear. I owe you to teach you what God's word says. Listen to me, everyone. If I had time, my time is up already. I will share with you personal stories of my life, my parents' life. Many stories that I know. To the glory of God, I pastor thousands of young people. I get to talk to people almost every time. When I hear some stories, my heart bleeds. I've seen people derail out of part of life by wrong advice because in this part of the world the pastor wants to say everything and know everything there are areas we are not specialized in that's why we must look for people who are anointed amongst us and we can push them to them this teaching matter I want you to listen to me tonight he says you would hear a voice. Now, this is very important to note. In the book of Jeremiah, I think it's chapter 3, verse 15. It says, it says, I would give you a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, an apostle, a prophet, after my heart. He says, I'm going to give you after my heart. You see, listen to me, everyone. I tell these people all the time. I tell people all the time. You see, did you have the choice to pick your spiritual, your biological family? Do you know people actually pick their spiritual family by themselves? They are not led there. Scripture says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We must learn how to be led by time. A season comes, God says, now this is the place. A season comes, God says, this is, are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Because listen, God knows what is best for you. People pick church. You see, I've heard people say all of this. I learned this from Kenneth Copeland when I was in part two. Kenneth Copeland says that we will pick a church before we buy a house. Can, you don't have to do it, but that's what he says. He says, because I will not let no distance affect the place of my fellowship. This is how we walk as believers. There are voices God sends to your life, but time. Part time, part time. When I heard that from Kenneth Copeland, part two, he blessed me. Uh, 
It says, you hear a voice. This is the way. Walk in it. It says, the same way you can preach your biological family, it's the same way your spiritual family, you must be led there. God must be the one that will lead you there so that they can feed you like the scripture says in that verse. Keep it there for me. Don't take it away until I tell you, please. You need to learn how to follow me when I'm, I'm teaching media. Thank you. I didn't say Romans chapter 8 verse 14. I said Jeremiah chapter 3. All right. I said, and I would give you pastors according to my heart, which will what? Feed you with knowledge and understanding. Do you see what we are talking about there? What we are talking about knowledge before and understanding. It says that they would feed you with knowledge and understanding. What is knowledge? My people perish for lack of knowledge. So it means that no knowledge, full perishing. No knowledge, full perishing. Now, let me explain what knowledge is. Do you know that knowledge is what you need to know about what you need to do and how you need to do it? That's knowledge. An application. Knowledge is not you knowing what is random that you think you need to know. Knowledge is what is befitting for you that you need to know according to your own destiny. There are many people sitting in several pews taking up junks of what they don't need to know but it's exciting for them because they think they need to know. That is why God says, it is me that will select for you the teachers. Because I'm the one who configured this destiny. I know what you need to know. Have you ever listened to some pastors? They are powerful, but it doesn't resound in your heart. You don't need to know it. Do you know people are still fixated? Always wanting to know. What? Scripture talks about the last days. That people would have itching ears. They would just want to hear everything. Which one? Just No, I don't give my ears to anybody. I don't. Because the last person that did it has put us in this problem. Adam and Eve. That's why we're in this problem. Eve went to hear something she's not supposed to hear. Did God really say? Let me tell you something. Do you know that your faith can be questioned even in a message that sounds powerful? And once your faith is questioned and pulled down, your love for God and your knowing of God and your pleasing God is taken away. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I just, just open my heart. I don't just open my... I don't. Someone says, oh, you are too gathered. Ah, oh, I should open my life. No. And, and some of you who have special pastors... Stop it. You know, people have prophets. You say, I have my. It's like consulting, spiritual consultations. Yes, you should have people in your life. And let me say this to you there are many times you have more than one teachers. Are you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. But you must know them. And you must not, you must not be. Hook, like, sinker, fisherman, and the fishing pole, just gathering everything, just eating everything everywhere. Where does God want me to feed from per time in this season of my life? What do I need to hear? Let me begin to close. I'll give you two points and I'll close. The number one reason for the ministry gifts. And why God sends them to our lives. Number one is for what I would call you right here. Spiritual eye opening. Acts chapter 8 and verse 26 to 35. Spiritual eye opening. 
it says, I will give you a pastor after my heart. It will teach you, it will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge required for the fulfilling of your own destiny. Do you know that the knowledge required to plant a mango is different from the knowledge required to plant a guava or to plant the purple? Some people are just carrying just because I, I've seen all sorts. I go to my, you know, we live together, so we go to the same church. We just drive together to the same church because we really live together. That's why I'm not really in church today because we live together. Ha. Huh. <laughs> You know that the scenario is like someone who you're supposed to write ACCA but you are writing masters in fashion and designing but you are taking courses in fashion and designing but you are writing ACCA but you are writing something after all you are hearing something but is it what you need it says it is spiritual eye opening remember the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. The guy was reading the scripture. Philip said, Understandest thou what read it? He said, I won't take understand. Do you know that there are certain things I actually believe? You will never understand until anointed teachers teach it to you. I'm telling you. You will never understand it. How many of you are going to try to understand the apocalypse or the end time coming of Jesus? It is scatter your head. You say, 1,000 years. Then, <laughs> glory to God. Glory to God. Thank God for Kenny Hagen and faith. Thank God for the biblical basis. Anointed teachers. You want to grow in the knowledge of Christ like God wants us to? And so when Philip came, Philip taught the guy the word. The scripture he was reading from was in the book of Isaiah. And when he taught him, bam, light opened. The guy said, oh yeah, now, baptize me quickly. There's water here. Light. Teach us. Spiritual eye-opening. I've been in meetings so many times. Dr. K is ministering. He's talking about football. But I'm hearing something. Has that happened to you before? I'm just knowing what I need to do where that decision is concerned. Spiritual eye-opening. I'm just... Something just turned on me and I said, ah, no, 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 no. I can't be like this. That's what anointed teaching does for you. It opens your eyes. That's why God said, I'm going to be the one to show you. Not you showing you. As many as are led by the Spirit, we are the sons of God. Number two. Spiritual enlightenment. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 8. Isaiah chapter 9. And verse 8. Play for me. You were beautiful beyond description. All right. Spiritual enlightenment. Watch this now. He says, 
the Lord sent a word unto Jacob and it alighted upon Israel you see let me say this as I begin to close your ministry gifts are God's gifts to you write it down ministry gifts are God's gifts to you and God's gift to you comes as man sometimes you know I said to you that I never wanted to be a pastor so it's not a very easy thing for me to preach because I know how that thing was bastardized and I know how that thing enters into control I know it and the moment you see that you need to back that off once there is control when there is manipulation that's not the, it's not the gift of the spirit amen once you see that pam cut it off if you see it in this church cut it across all the new churches if you start seeing spiritual manipulation cut it off walk out of the church there are many churches amen if you find I wanted to say something no let me keep that to myself Manipulation is not part of the gift of the spirit. It's an anti spirit. So this gift from God is for you and it's for your benefit. Glory to God. You know the scripture says that all good and perfect gifts comes from above. All good and perfect gifts. Let me tell you some pastor. Please come. Let me use this as an analogy quickly. Just look at this. I'm Pastor Ladi's pastor, and I'm his gift. And God has made me a ministry gift for him. Have you ever thought about the concept of a pastor or a pastor? You've seen a pastor before, and how somebody brings and gives you a pastor on your birthday and you begin to unwrap it and you're excited because it looks all very good and very nice. Then the scripture says that if you then believe you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father. So when we talk about ministry gifts, we are actually talking about men that got wrapped up in a puzzle-like form for your use and your gift. So every man on earth as a believer, you actually have a gift from God in form of men. I'm telling you this, believe it. You actually have a gift from God in form of men. I'm telling you, yes, men would always have their own exorcism. I'm telling you, men would always sometimes add what God is not saying and say it as what God is saying. And that's why you must grow in the knowledge of God for yourself. So that you can be able to decipher which is God and which is not. But they are ministry gifts. They are God's gifts to you. Your pastors are God's gifts to you. I'm telling you, believe this. This is scripture. We cannot take it away because it doesn't sound politically correct to say in church. It's the word of God. And I vowed I'm never in my life not going to preach the truth. I'm going to always stand for the truth of God's word. They are your gifts. And how do you see one of the things that we must restore back? I was in Akure. There were thousands of young people. Last trip I went there. The young guy is a member of the new, is now the UJCM of the old um, 29 fellowships. 
on that campus. 29. A young guy is a member of the new Kedja. I was watching. He brought an old professor to just one of their path advisors or whatever it is, maybe the other, to speak. I sat down there, was watching. I wanted to see his posture on how he will honor that man. Just because you have gathered thousands of people, if he came and the man came up and he came on the mic like this and just said, Welcome, Sago. In that place, I will walk out of that place. Even though I came all the way for him, I will walk away. One of the things that I must say that is not old school in our generation is honor. It is not old school. The anointing ah, flows in the direction of reference. Jesus says, who did they say that I am? He got it. He said, upon this rock. Let me tell you something. There's something you pull when you honor the grace of God upon man's life. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. You better believe what I'm saying to you. You better believe this. The same way you honor your boss at work and the honor you show her or him sometimes brings favor to your life. It's the same way there is a measure of honor that you must accord to the ministry gifts that God from heaven gave on you, to you from the, to the earth for you. You must take them and honor and revert them because they are God's gifts to you. I will never dishonor anyone that God has sent to my life. I know better because I know that if I want to clock a stream from flowing its river of knowledge all I need to do is take that and put it there the flow will be choked so the flow of the river will not come to me because I've put debts. one of the debt is dishonor number two is see finish number three is offense get your shovels out tonight and yank out those dirt from that place let the river flow into your life <laughs> let the river flow into your life I'm a prophet of God I speak under inspirations let the river flow into your life let the river flow into your life let the river flow listen some of the things in the scriptures are not old testament functions alone i'm a man of grace i know how god has raised me i knew how i started my life and i can look back and i can know how far god has lifted me i see what god did in my life this year this is not the end but when i trace back i can tell the level of regard and honor that I give to the voices that God has placed in my life. Dr. Tony Rappu came, number one person I honor in my life. When it comes to ministry, number one, Dr. K. Number one. I don't give Dr. I don't give to anybody what I can give to Dr. K. That's me, you can me. I, I will not give money to seed to any. I, I'm telling you the truth. Dr. Tony Rappu came to the new Ikeja. He has not stepped to any church in two years. He doesn't even go out to preach. This was the man who Baba Deboye said that if I have a thousand of Tony Rappu, I will deliver God to the earth. I will deliver the world to the earth. I will deliver the, the earth to Jesus. 
in five years. This was the person who planted the redeemed churches all around the world that we see. The city of David, he was the one who planted it. The, the reason why, Baba Debo himself said it. The reason why we have redeemed all over the world today is that guy. Jesus has London, Jesus has DC. Pastor started calling him. He called me. He said, Shala, you have put me in trouble. He said, everybody's calling me. Everybody's calling me. Pastor started calling him. You've not gone to preach anywhere. And you went to, a, to Shola's church. A many months old, I mean, three-year-old church. Shola, how? How? And he's called me again. He told me, I want to come back again in February. He told me, I didn't, he told me, he said, I'm coming back again in February. They invited him for one peg. He said he's not going. That he's not available. They're not looking for a place to preach. You know what can draw those kind of favor? Honor. When I served that man, I, 2 a.m. Sometimes he's calling me. Not 2 a.m. We are talking on the phone. I served with my life. I'm doing the new today. Dr. K is in Chicago. Thousands of churches. Thousands of people everywhere. Not one dime did Dr. K give me until now. And I'm not asking for And I'm not even seeing it. But I serve with my life. Jesus says, you want to be great? Be the servant. This generation wants to be great. No service, no honor, no stepping down, no order, nothing. You just want to be great. That's why a man like that will come and forget everything and come to the church. You know why? Because honor pulls in a direction. This message tonight comes with correctional measure. Yank out this dust and this piled up thing you've put right here. And let the ministry gifts that God gives you. Have you ever bought a TV and all you just do is buy it and keep it there? That's what many of us are doing with the ministry gifts that God has given to us. We just buy it. We just keep it there. God gave you a gift. You don't want to unwrap it. You just left it there and you are just admiring it. When you buy Christmas gifts or somebody gives you a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, what are you supposed to do? You begin to unravel it. Unwrap it. Hang it. Sit down. Cross your leg and watch the show. Glory to God. Thank you, Pastor Laddie. Thank you. Let's rise on our feet as we close. Lift your hands. You are beautiful. You are beautiful beyond description. To of God not by your own mind oh 
Karabakatala Mahande Salahai Katalai. You are beautiful beyond description, majesty and throne. I stand the stand. is for consecration I want every one of you to now consecrate yourself if you're watching online I want you to take this minute to consecrate yourself to two things number one light for the year 2022 and number two the finding of the voices that God has sent in your life and honoring them I stand in all of you lift your hands to God say I'm not going to be foolish I'm going to submit to the will of God for my life I stand I stand I embrace my teachers. I embrace my ministry gifts. I yank out offense in my heart and I submit myself to the Lordship of Jesus and the rulership of Jesus. Holy God, Holy God, to you our praise. I said for the last time, lift your hands and lift your voices up to God. I stand in all of you. I stand, I stand, I stand in all of you. Holy God, holy God, holy God, holy God. To say this i wish i could stay right here that i was never i've never been offended by dr k that's a lie I, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's a lie but you see you must have an auto quick to move you know ministry gifts are offense prone if you can't handle offense don't get close they're offense prone if you can't handle offense don't get close I'm telling you that. And let me say this to you. There are many of you watching online as the Spirit of the Lord just laid in my heart. Some people don't want ministry gifts in their lives because of what has happened in their past. I know there may be many people who have been hurt by teachers. They've been manipulated. They've been used by pastors and things like that. So you just block it. But God has a gift for you. Don't block it. It says, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. Embrace the new family that God has given to you. Embrace it with your heart. And then you see how 2022 would be a year of sorrowing for you. If everyone would act into this teaching of mine tonight, you would literally see yourself rise in this kingdom. You would see yourself move from glory to glory. Tomorrow, I'm going to be giving you the song God gave me for Lecky. It's a powerful song. Powerful. I can't teach it this night because we're going to enter into something else. But I'm going to teach you. You will see what God wants to do with your life with that song in 2021, 2022. 
but these are the foundational things we must set in order first in order for us to run that race glory be to God glory be to God lift your right hand and say my ears would hear the voices of my teachers I consecrate myself to God I embrace my ministry gifts they are my ministry gifts and I receive the light of God hallelujah glory to God hallelujah amen to Jesus we hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much he wants to share with you so stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in his presence